Welcome to Sulphur Springs Baptist Church Sermon Audio. For more information, please visit our website at sulphurspringsbc.com. Amen. Why do you sing today? One day we're going home, and we'll outsing the angels because I don't read anywhere in the Bible that the angels sing. They say, but we're going to sing because Jesus is going to take us home. What a wonderful thought that is. It's good to be back in the Lord's house. Good to see all of you. We appreciate all of you coming. Uh, we ask that you continue praying for one another. We appreciate that. And we also Thank you for praying for my wife, who's doing a whole lot better. She's able to take a few steps on her tiptoes now with a walker. And she wanted to come today, but she said, I'm going to wait one more week. And so thank you for praying, and you just keep praying for her. And God has touched her in a lot of ways and strengthened her. Uh, she hasn't had very much pain after that third or fourth day, and so we praise the Lord for that. But we're glad to be in the Lord's house and glad to see you this morning. If you have your Bibles, turn with us to Matthew chapter 25. We'll be reading verses 14 to 30. The title of our message this morning is The Truth of Personal Responsibility. The Truth of Personal Responsibility. The Bible says, verse 14, For the kingdom of heaven is, a, like, is as a man traveling into a far country, who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. And so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliveredest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. Listen to the commendation that the Lord gave. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliveredest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. His Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid, 
and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast thine that is thine. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reaped where I sowed not, and gathered where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers, and then at my coming I should have received mine own with usury. Take therefore the talent from him, and give it unto him which hath ten talents. For unto every one that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Father, bless your word today. Help us to understand that we are those servants that you have given instructions to to go do your business. And Father, we pray that you would touch our hearts today as only you can do. Thank you for your many blessings. Thank you that we can sing because we have been touched by the grace of God and his love. Now may your will be done. Touch us all in a very special way. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. The truth of personal responsibility. When I was growing up and when all of our brothers were growing up, dad gave us responsibilities. We had cows to milk and chickens to feed and hogs to take care of and wheat and oats and barley to get in at the grain time. And we had those responsibilities and we had to do them. Now, daddy was a little short man, but he sure could carry a big switch. And I expect all of y'all know that. And mama could walk under my arm, but when she gave you instruction and you didn't do it, she knew what a hickory was and she knew what a belt was. And so we learned to listen. But have we learned to listen to the Lord God Almighty when he instructs us as to what to do as his children, as his servants? You know, he can whip a whole lot harder than mom and daddy could. But he does it in a different way. He doesn't get a belt out. He doesn't get a switch out. But he uses sometimes sickness. But he will get our attention. And he will remind us of the truth of personal responsibility that we have as his children. You remember in Luke chapter 15, the story of the lost sheep, the coin, and the son? That story is given to remind us of the truth of individual worth. The shepherd went out to find that one little lost sheep. That lady swept the house until she found that one lost coin. And the father waited at the gate until that lost son came home. But we also see in Matthew chapter 6, the story or the parable of the flowers of the field. They don't spin, they don't work, but who takes care of them? The Lord. And in this, we see the truth of individual care. The Lord loves each and every one of us. 
He loves all of us collectively. He loves the whole world. But he loves each one of us individually. And yes, if we are one of those coins that are lost, he will come searching. If we are one of those sheep who are lost, he will come searching because that's how much he loves us today. But here in Matthew chapter 25, we see in this parable, he taught the truth of individual responsibility. Individual responsibility. And so as we look at this this morning, we see the distribution of talents. Each man received according to individual ability. He got five talents. And from what I looked up, it ranges anywhere from 500 and some dollars to $30,000. Back during that time, what would that $30,000 be worth today? But as we look at these talents that have been given in each man, each man received according to the individual ability of that man. Each man received his amount for the same purpose. And what was that purpose? And if you see the householder, he left, but when, before, before he left, he gave his trusted servants. Now, I want you to remember that word, servant. He gave his servants money to invest and to take care of whatever business came before them. They were expected to keep on with the father's business or with the master's business. And that's the same way it is with Jesus Christ in the church today. He invests in us. He gives us abilities. He doesn't give us money per se, but he gave us abilities to do and to work in the church. Some have more abilities than others. Some are more trusted than others. But this man was given five talents to be about the father's business. Each man received something to use in furthering the master's business. Thank God for this group that just sang. They have been given that talent by the Lord. And thank God they're willing to use it. Singing sets the stage, I believe, for the worship service. You sang that song twice. Why? Because it was touching your hearts. It touched my heart. Made me want to raise my hands. Made me want to, I should have shouted a little bit, but I didn't. Excuse me, Lord. But it sets the stage for the worship service. What has God given to you as far as a talent to set the stage for building his church? What is it that he has given to you that is different from the one sitting beside of you? We all have talents. That's the Lord's work in the church. He gives each and every one something different to do, some more than others. 
In this case, this man received five. Worth $150,000 if you want to say that. But the man did not sit on the talents that the Lord gave him. He went about the father's business. Sure, sometimes we get frustrated. Sometimes we get overworked. But when you're doing the Lord's work, remember who's with you. Remember who called you. Remember who gave you instructions. Remember who laid it on your heart. Yes, we can do this together. That's the Lord speaking to the individual. And so, what talent has he given you? Now, I'm not talking about money here. I'm talking about what the Lord has given you to do. Are we willing to do it with a smile on our face? The man went out, doubled what the Lord gave him. He received five, but he brought back ten. Notice what the Lord said about that servant in verse 21. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Did you see the difference in the wording there from this verse and the one up front? For the kingdom of heaven is a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants. Why did he change from servant to ruler? Good question. Why did he change? Because the master saw what a good job he had done about furthering his business. We're all servants of the Lord. The Lord has called us that. But as we read the Bible, the Lord places trust in us. And so the more trust that we put up before the Lord, maybe a greater calling he might have for you. You ever think about that? But we see the distribution of talents. Each man receives something to use in furthering the master's business. Responsibility placed on each man. Talents represents opportunities to use their abilities. God assigns work and opportunity according to availability. And what was the difference between this five-talent man and the one-talent man? The five-talent man was ready to go. But the one-talent man said, no use. I can't do that. So what did he do? He went out and hid that talent. 
And many of us have hid the Lord's talents. And many of us have refused the Lord's talent that he gives us. Likewise with the man with the two talents. Went out and did the same thing. Worked hard. Whatever the Lord or the master gave him to do or whatever he thought that he needed to do. But he doubled his talents. Came back to the master. In verse 23, we see the commendation of the master on the two-talent man. His Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. The very same words except for one that he gave to the five-talent man. So it doesn't matter what you have been given to do. What matters is how we are doing it and with the mindset that we have in doing it. Maybe you've been called to stay in the nursery. That's a hard job. But the Lord gave you that talent to do that. And you just love those little babies, those little children. Man, you teach them the word of God. And you've done it for 10, 15, 20 years. This lady at Central did it for 50 years where we came from. But that's the calling that she said that God placed on her life. And she loved those little kids. She loved our two little boys. Because she said that was what God had called her to do. And then there were others in the church. I believe, if I'm right, there's 20-some men called out of that church to be pastors. Is one higher than the other? I count it a privilege to stand here. But is my work any greater than that lady that's staying in the nursery? She is teaching those little kids the word of God. I'm standing before you preaching the word of God. How do we listen? How do we take it in? Those little kids, they remember those words. They remember. Even though you may think they're not listening, they'll tell you exactly what you said. Even though, well, they're not listening. Why am I doing this? Yes, they are. So the five talents and the two talents all received the same commendation. But for that one word, in verse 21, the first servant, his Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Now I couldn't find out why it was left out in verse 23. His Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Why was that thou? Left out. I have no idea. I can't find out. 
But the same words were given to the man who had the five talents, who doubled it, who had the two talents and doubled it. The same commendation from a holy and righteous master. It's our privilege to serve the Lord and to multiply his goods. Each man was tempted. Aren't we all? But the five-talent man determined not to get by with less than his best. Now think about that. When we come to church, man, didn't you enjoy this singing this morning? Aren't you glad they're giving their talents? To the Lord, man, I like it. They're best. They're giving it to the Lord. Now, I don't know what they're doing out yonder, but why, why don't they go to Nashville and sing on the radio? Because they love the Lord. Now, they may do it, I don't know, but they love the Lord. And they're giving their talents to the Lord. For the Lord to use for the kingdom of God. Yes, each man was tempted, but they were determined not to get by with less than his best. Who do you come in contact with each day? Wherever it may be. When you come in contact with somebody, do you try to build confidence between the two of you? Do you try to invest the Lord's work into that man? So that later maybe, and hopefully and prayerfully, you can reap the rewards. The one talent man excused himself because he thought lack of ability. Now, mind you, all three were servants. And the master knew the servants. So he gave five, two, and one. But did he expect as much out of the one as he did the five? Yes, he did. Did he expect as much out of the two? Yes, he did. The five and the two Obeyed the master. The one talent man, maybe he was afraid of failure. Maybe we don't go out and witness to people because we're afraid of failure. Who's going with you when you witness to someone? We're not going on our own. We're not going by ourselves. The Holy Spirit of God is right there with you to help you. That one talent man, he said it's no use. That master, he's a hard man. So I'm just going to go bury that talent and wait till he returns. Yes, the master had chosen him. 
but he yielded to temptation. The two men before him, they succeeded, and they served faithfully. And you see the rewards that they received. Why worry with one? Because God assigned it. That's why. Well, if I can't do but one thing in the church, why worry about that? Because God has assigned it to you, to me, to everyone else. Even if it's just one or if it's five, God has assigned it. But we also see the day of reckoning. Judgment was not on the basis of returns, but on faithfulness. Of course, when we were growing up, my dad would assign us to things to do that day, and he expected faithfulness. When he came home, whatever he said to do had better been done. Now, my dad wasn't a mean man, but he meant what he said. My God is not a mean God, but he means what he says. When he asks us to do, when he gives us a talent to do, it is in our best interest and the best interest of God to fulfill whatever he has called us to do. Judgment was not on the basis of returns, but on faithfulness. Those that put their, in this story, put their money to work, received the same accommodation or commendation. But that one man, it's not according to portion, but proportion. It's not according to how much, but what they did with what they received. The master's disposition of us is based on our disposition of him and his work here. Don't you want to stand before the master one day and hear those words in verse 21 and 23? Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Man, you've been faithful over a few things. Come on in. I'm going to make you ruler. I'm going to give you an elevation. What a wonderful Savior we have. There was no difference in the five talents or the two. But we also received receive that God is interested in each one of us. It doesn't matter how much work is assigned. You remember the household holder went out and tried to get workers for his vineyard. First hour, go into my vineyard. Right on down to the 11th hour, he was hiring workers for the vineyard. Came time for payday. 
which was the same day. The one that worked 12 hours received the same thing for the one that worked one hour. Well, preacher, don't you think that's a little bit odd? No, I don't. People in this church, some of them have worked for 60, 70, 80 years. Some have worked for 10, 15, but they're going to receive the same reward. They'll hear those words, well done, thy good and faithful servant, because you were faithful in what I called you to do. Now, isn't that a joy to know? But the master came back. He that received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid, and went and hid that talent in the earth. Lo, here thou hast that is thine. But look what the Lord said, or the master his Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not, and gather where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers, and then at my coming I should have received mine own with usury. Take therefore the talent from him, and give it unto him which hath ten talents. For unto every one that hath shall be given... And he shall have abundance, but from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness, where there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. That ought to scare us right there. Not to the point of not working, but to the point of getting busy. For the Lord's work. I, I know I won't because Lord Jesus has taken care of that. But there might be those sitting here today or listening on the radio, wherever you may be. You'll be afraid to stand before the master and give an account of the work that you have done or have not done. I gave you an ability, the master would say. I gave you what you needed. I sent you out to work, but you chose not to. For fear, whatever, but you chose not to work. Did you notice the two commendations cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness where there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth and the only place that I can find in the Bible where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth is hell pretty straightforward from the word Are we working? Are we serving our master with a joy 
with the talents that he's given to us, are we returning those talents to him and in these cases of the two, doubled? Of course, I, I, I know he's speaking of money here. But he's also speaking of our availability for the work of God. Are we returning more than what he gave us to work with? See, that's the question. I hope each and every one of us are doing that. I hope that when all of us stand before the Lord Jesus Christ, the Christian, it will be right after the rapture. For the lost person, it will be at the white throne judgment, but it will be too late for you then. But right after the rapture, when the church is called home and we are given account of what we have been given to do of the master's business, Lord, I've doubled. Lord, I've done my best through your leadership, through the leadership of the Holy Spirit. I want to lay whatever crowns I have down at your feet because you are worthy. Not me, but you are worthy. And oh, how I want to hear those words, well done, thy good and faithful servant. You were a servant. <laughs> now, you're going to be a ruler. Isn't that what it says in Revelation, that we will rule over certain cities? I believe that's correct. So do you want to be a ruler? Or do you want to be like the unfaithful servant? So what do we need to do? I believe the song says it best. All to Jesus I surrender. All to him I freely give. That's what we need to do. All to Jesus I surrender. Thank you, Father. For your great love and your mercy. Thank you, Lord, that you've called us. Now we ask that you'd guide us. Guide our footsteps that we might be where you would have us to be. Doing those things that you would have us to do. For the joy of the Lord and for the building of his kingdom. Now may you speak to each of our hearts today. Lord, thank you for loving us and calling us into your work. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Would you stand as we sing our... Thank you for listening. Please remember to drop a rating and subscribe to get our latest audio.